fantastic looking microphones. They're not lollipops, they're big microphones. So hopefully the audio is, is a lot better. We're just waiting for a message to come through. If anybody's watching, then by all means, just let us know if you can hear us. We've got a few, I can see that a few of you have logged in now. So tonight's going to be a, another really exciting, exciting episode of, if, if we're gonna, even going to call them episodes, it's going to be a good conversation yeah. tonight. We've got a few interesting things that have, uh, that, have, that have been happening. Before we dive into those, uh, you got any interesting updates? Anything that's good that's happened over the last couple of weeks without mentioning the thing that we're going to mention in a minute? Well, there's the whole name change. Um, we've had a couple of guys submitting names and there'd be some really cool, interesting names. One has kind of sparked my interest. Yes, in it so has. I don't know if you're going to be announcing it tonight or whenever you got to tell me, but uh, I think we're close to get picking our winner. So that's pretty cool. Well, you're pretty, you're pretty drawn to this one particular name that has been submitted and you've kind of started using it already to be honest so <laughs> let's let's kind of just say that it's it the the, the winner has has been chosen i'm, I'm going to go through in a minute and uh, i was trying to find the comment before as to who who suggested it but i think that it's it's been it's been decided we were going to put it to a public vote but clayton's decided that we're not going to put it to public vote because he likes this one that much and it really ties in with everything which is going to be one of the big topics for yeah. tonight um any other any other updates i mean we've had pretty average waves haven't we the last last week or so the, the waves have been subpar dismal um typical springtime here in australia um lots of northerlies cold water gutless swell um but we've still been getting out there and training and having some fun yes we have uh, and andy i'm not sure if that if that is is Seen it there on the screen, but and Andy Hewitt has uh, commented on our rather fancy microphones. Yes, they are rather fancy microphones. I am very excited about the microphones. I am between me and Jeremy, who you, you still haven't seen Jeremy, but between me and Jeremy, we're like the tech geeks of the of the team. So I get super excited about this. Clayton just goes, well, the yeah, people that just don't know. Ant's like about six foot four tall. I'm about five ten. So I'm on the high chair. He's on the low chair. So I'm excited about the chairs. Makes me look a bit taller. And you got, well, in actual fact, and Clay, we, you, might, you might have seen us do the little Facebook Live the other day when we were on our way to Bunnings, and this, this big piece of wood here, you probably hear it through the microphone, Clayton got super excited about this piece of wood, so hopefully you guys like it as much as, uh, as, much as Clayton does. But let's, um, let's dive into this, because it's been a, a really interesting week, because you've started the, a 30-day challenge. I'm, I'm going to let you talk about the 30-day challenge, but we've, like, this is something which you've had kind of going on behind the scenes in the, in, in the background, and it's officially come into fruition this week with two people. We have had a lot of people say to us, do you have any um, sort of examples, like before and afters, of people who started the course, how they've progressed, and how they've done well with it? So we've chosen two candidates, a guy by the name of Raz. Um, I think he's a banker, correct me if I'm wrong, or... No, so, so so Raz used to so he used to work in London in the in the finance industry. So really high pressure job, constantly on the entire time. And he he gave that up about ten years ago, I believe it is. And now he's been working on a few business ideas. And uh, I don't I don't know how much of it I'm allowed to actually say about what he does. But yeah, he's 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 invested in a few things to do with with surfing, which for me is really interesting because he has come from that world of really high pressure that that real corporate world and in london you, you don't get a chance to go surfing if, if you're working in london especially in that sort of job as well and now he's he's living this life where he's got a bit more time on his hands 
and because he's working on these business ideas he gets to be a, I suppose a bit more of a master of his own time and so he's really invested himself into into surfing and he he wants to spend I think it's next year he wants to spend it uh, traveling around surfing and you're probably wondering how's he going to do that with with coronavirus around but he's uh he's managed to find a, a couple of loopholes to be able to travel which is <laughs> which is which yeah. is pretty interesting like that <laughs> But yeah, so he's he, he's he's huge as well, isn't he? Oh, he's a big boy. Yeah, I've been pushing him around the skate ramp while he's been learning. So I'm like trying to push around a hundred kgs. It's been hard work, but he's been improving, learning to get a bit more agile, learning how to move his body better. Mm. So um, yeah, he's a first candidate. The second one is Jade Green mm. from um, Barrels and Business Podcast. Yeah, Barrels and Business Podcast. Yep. So um, she's also been surfing for. Twenty years. I think it was twenty years. But yeah. she's from a longboard background, and then trying to go onto more performance shortboards and trying to learn how to do some turns and maybe even get a barrel or two. So we've got a month to try to get these guys up to scratch. And You've got a month. Surfing. I'm just filming. Yeah, can we? Or I've got a month to to sort of turn it around. So um, the big thing that we spoke about the other day was people's lack of connectivity. So in other words, there's some people that go in the ocean and they don't know how to read the ocean, so they're not really connected with it. Then people that don't know how to use their boards aren't connected to their boards properly. Um, if your body is not moving properly, in other words, the top half and the bottom half is disconnected, um, you're going to struggle to surf. And likewise, if your mind is in the right place, if mm. your mind's not connected to your body, you're not going to be able to surf well. So if you think of a host pipe, if there's a kink in the host pipe, the water won't flow. So our job is to kind of get rid of all the kinks in um, Jade and Raz's ocean awareness and waves, yeah. how they ride the equipment, how their body moves, and the way that they think. So that's the ocean mind, body, and equipment. <laughs> You've given a little bit away there. <laughs> okay. So we are trying to get these guys to be connected with waves, connected in their body, connected to their board, and connected with their mind and the way they think. So if you can feel the wave and you can feel the power zones, and if you're on rail, that feeling will transcend through into your surfboard. Mm -hmm. Now, if your body's connected, your that feeling will then transfer up into your mind where you can start making decisions on the um, on the internal feedback that feedback that the body's giving you. And um, when you've aligned and connected all those four things surfing's made easy yeah so yeah. i think tonight what we're going to do is actually um later on after the questions we're going to go through a few waves and kind of show you ex bad examples of where people are disconnected from waves in their body and then good examples of um i think with this guy even body surfing on a wave and yeah and yeah yeah now I've, I've, i can see a few comments that have come in and people are talking about the screen freezing um there's some people that are saying it's not freezing. Some people are saying that it, that it, that it is. I've just uh, texted Jeremy, and Jeremy's saying that it's working fine on his on his end. So if it is freezing for you, it might be worth refreshing your feed, or if you've got about a million different tabs open or something, um, or or you're trying to watch Netflix at the same time as watching us, then turn Netflix off and just watch us. Jeremy was saying if you um, if you're watching through Google rather than say um, Safari. Okay, it, yeah. It so tends to Chrome is is, Chrome, is, yeah. is generally better than than Safari. So uh, apparently there isn't any technical glitches. If it is freezing at, at, at your end, then um, then just try refreshing your feed or try using a different browser. Or if you're watching on your phone, then I've got no idea. But anyway, let's 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 jump some more into this. 
So ocean mind, body, and equipment, the four key elements. Now, this, so this was a combination of taking the accelerated surf program. This is the entire program of uh, science, simulate, and surf, yep. and then turning it into this 30-day 30, 30 challenge. So how can we take, your, your idea is how can you take all of your things that you teach and then apply it? And, and it's this, yeah, this, this, this ombi thing. Yeah. I've just said it, haven't I? <laughs> So yeah. Should, should, should we just say what what we're what we're talking about? Um, let me let me just let me close this down a second. There we go. So the so the name that you've kind of decided to go with is it's Ombi Ombi, which um, is Ocean Mind Body and Equipment. Ocean Mind Body and Equipment. So that is in the comments. I've got to try and find who who it was who suggested Ombi, but that's the name that, that you're going to go with because it, it is it is what you teach pretty much yeah yeah so whenever i analyze something i just look at the four elements like where on the wave are they that's the ocean how's a person's body moving that's the easy one um are they surfing the equipment on rail and um where are their minds at are they looking relaxed or are they looking upset and, and tense um so i've kind of it's, it's always been there i just haven't seen it so it's yeah ombi easy one ombi it's a new name Ombi, that is the that is a new name. So we we'll be designing a, a logo for that, and I think that the prime place for this logo should be right behind our our, our heads here. Yeah, there's a blank space waiting for the new logo. There is. So, and oh, look at this. There's, there's a cool comment that's that's come in. This is from Chris Goodall, just about to buy the course. Nice work, Chris. Uh, super excited for all your guidance, Clayton. I'm fr I'm a frustrated intermediate surfer. So really stoked to have someone with your knowledge to help me out. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Uh, there's so many intermediates that are massively frustrated because, and I think this is an, this is another thing that I've heard you talking about a lot is that when it comes to surf training or surf coaching, however, however you want to say it, you've 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 got your your, your typical learn to surf classes. Yep. Then it seems that. Okay, it's it started to come a little bit more common the, the 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 coaching side of things, but you've then got to be a lot of people see that as only pros go and get that coaching. We coached um, Jaden Raz on when was it Tuesday morning, so we're on the beach with cameras trying to video film them for the first time getting waves. Yeah, how frustrated were you on the beach as a coach? Well, I. I don't see myself as a coach. I'm not, I'm I'm there filming, but because I spend so much time. From a coach's point of view. How frustrated were you? Oh, you're really frustrating. Okay, at what? Just, well, I think hearing you give advice and then them not taking the advice and then me trying to capture some footage because obviously we're trying to document this. So this this journey that they're going on, we're going to document it so that we can show you once it's completed, and. I was trying to get footage and they just weren't catching any any waves. Cameraman's frustrated, coaches frustrated, surfers frustrated. Trying to coach in the water for me is almost the wrong environment. Mm. But when we go to like this the skate ball and yeah. we do some coaching on the skate ball, how much gold comes out of that? How many light bulb moments are we having on the skate ramps? It's oh yeah, uh, amazing. And and if you've watched any of the lives actually inside inside the group, you would have seen. You would, you would have seen Raz in action already because I, I, I did a live of you coaching Raz a couple so of weeks ago. The problem with in-water surfing is that there's so much external feedback. Like there's the wave, there's the wind, there's, there's people, there's crowds, there's time frames. So it all creates pressure 
and anxiety. And um, a lot of people don't work well in that situation. But um, if you go onto the street and you practice some of your turns on, the, um, on, a, on a skateboard, for example, you can start rehearsing and practicing the muscle memory. And um, that way, you should just be able to take that into the water and have fun with what you've learned. So I'm a big advocate of doing more training outside of the water mm. and then having more fun in the water. Yeah, absolutely. And I, I know from a personal point of view that that's, that's been one of the big differences is doing so much out of the water. Yeah. Because when you're, when you're in the water, you don't get so much chance to practice it. Whereas on the ramp, it's just you go round and round. And, round, like, and, I, and I've, I've, you've done it to me and I've watched you do it to other people. You get them on the ramp, you show them one thing to do. And you say, right, okay, now do that a hundred times. Um, like imagine trying to do a top turn a hundred times in in the surf. I mean, there's there's a comment that, that's come in within this within either, within the group, and it was like I surf for two hours and only catch three waves. So you're only ever really going to be able to practice that. So what if you're those three to do. waves only last say ten seconds, yeah. you surfed for thirty seconds, and like you can skate on a ramp for an hour and do something over and over and over again and mm. just get it down to a fine art. Yeah, and so. Just rewinding back slightly here to to the to the ombi side of things, so the ocean mind body and equipment. So with this the thirty day challenge that we're taking, Raz, and we're taking Jade through this first part this week has, has obviously been about you assessing them, just just yeah, to see okay. where they're at. So what we did first with them is we we gifted them the course. Yeah, they had to go through the science element first. So in other words, they had to train the brain. They had to understand. Um, go through the programs and know what's going to be unfolding. Then we had to start training the body. Now the body is a lot more slower to learn. So you have to rehearse it and it takes a lot longer to sort of learn than the brain does. The brain just goes, oh yeah, okay, I get it. But the body's not like that. You have to do it over and again and again and again. So hopefully through all this repetition over the month, the body will finally start to do some of the movements. Mm. Um, and then it's a case of them trying to feel what it feels like to surf within the power zones, um, the top speed power zone and the bottom one where the water draws up. So we've got to get them comfortable to surf in those areas. And we're going to do this by teaching them how to body surf. Then they're going to upgrade into a body board. They're not even allowed surfing. They have to ride a body board first, get on rails. So they're almost got to jump through a few hoops before I'll allow them to ride their normal board and stand up. Yeah, and so if I give you, if I give you a bit of a breakdown, we, so this is all going to be documented, and, and we'll and we'll post this out as it'll be like a mini a mini documentary. Uh, but if I give you a bit of an idea, so this week, so so the first week is all about assessing them, then it, it's teaching them the science. So from within the accelerated surf program, so if you if you have got the accelerated surf program, the things that we'd be focusing on this week would. Be the, the obviously the, the whole science learn, learning to, to connect the, the the power zones. Then we go into the, the cardboard surfer, the Bosu surfer, and then you've given them homework to to do that every single day, and, and yeah. also watch surfing videos while on the Bosu. So, if I just jump in there quickly, Jade um, is a really strong athlete. She does touch footy, lots of running, but she's not good at arching the back and paddling. So mm. she paddles with this kind of her back down. So when she paddles, she almost sort of paddles to her left and right. So she like she sort of seesaws through the water. Mm. So her homework is just to arch the back, get some back strength, which will 
give her a better posture so she can catch waves easier. Yeah. And then and then also within this first week, we're also looking at the whole waterman side of things, which you've already mentioned, which is the body surfing, practicing the Oreo, and also really understanding the ocean. Now, where about, where about to paddle out, where about the bus stop is, and, and how to do the pop-up. So that's week one. Week two, we then start to move on to the skating side of things, which is getting yeah. them to skate on the road. So there's quite a lot of land stuff. And then in the water, it's really focusing around the 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 awareness of the waves and how they position themselves in the water, which is, again is just taking that bus stop to the next level. And then it's focusing on the the bottom, the bottom uh, top to bottom and speed generation, which is your coffee cup and your com- and your your, your it's just three it, basic turns: yeah. compress, lean, and twist. The same thing you do in a bicycle. Um, you just have to start bringing that into the skateboarding and then bringing that into the surfing. Yeah. Then week three is. We, we then go in a bit more into the ramp stuff on the skateboard. So we're really starting to work on forehand, backhand turns, which is, which is so you've got coffee cup forwards, then you go to past the coffee, which is when you then start to, 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 do, to do the turns, bring, bring your arm around, uh, and then focus it in the surf. We then focus on the forehand and backhand turns. And then in week four, it's on the skate ramp, it's a lot about the figure of eight surround house cutbacks and then taking that out into the water as well. Now, the reason why I've given you a bit of a breakdown there is because if you have got the accelerated surf program already, once, we, once we've bought this out and we've documented it, we're going to be giving this to you as a bit of a framework. If, if you wanted to do the 30-day challenge, and it would be a good idea for you to sort of follow along, use this as a framework so that you could follow along in a, in a very particular order because we're going to prove that all of these techniques used in a certain way and in the right order will rapidly improve your surfing. Yeah. That's the point that I'm trying to get at with that. But as I say, we're going to document this. We're going to bring it out as a little mini documentary so that you'll be able to, to, to watch it and see how you can get the most out of that accelerated surf program. So... Should we jump into some questions? Yeah, yeah. Let's look at some... Now, we have got one... Let's just quickly bring this up because uh, Tristan, Tristan Lloyd has said... Is this uh, a new name or slogan? If a name, how come you're changing it from a manzi? So, do you want to answer that one? Yeah, the the short answer, without getting into into too much, I don't know how much we can say without getting into too much trouble here, is that uh, basically we've using the name of manzi. Somebody was already using it, and we've been asked to remove the word manzi from all of our um branding products everything so it's just trade infringement yeah so yeah i think it was classed as as a, as a trade infringement so yeah we've got a couple of letters and <laughs> we've had to stop using the word amanzi which is a real shame because it yeah, we was, loved it, it was awesome because obviously for you there was a reason why you chose it amanzi is a word for for water yeah in, in, in Zulu and, and obviously being from South Africa, it just fitted in with you. So Tristan, hopefully that answers your, your question. Basically, we've had to because we can't keep using the, the word Amanzi without getting in a lot of trouble. So we've made up our own word. Yeah, Ombi. <laughs> of Ombi. Perfect. So let's, let's put that down. Now let me, let me bring the iPad up onto the screen for you and let's go through a few of the questions that came in. Here we go. Look at that. I'm, I'm streamlining this whole process of, of how this how this works. I think every week it gets better and better, so um, well done to Ant, because I could not do this. All of this technology, in the end, it will just be two robots sat here. We won't actually <laughs> be talking to you. Here we go. 
So, question for Q&A. So, all seem clears, clears regarding, regarding strategy, wait at the bus station, apply Oreo technique, and enjoy the ride. Reality is still very different, though. I hope you still have some more of your golden nuggets. Don't worry, there's plenty more golden nuggets coming here. How to know when I should start paddling when the wave is approaching so it's not too soon. I do, I do not end up too far inside with the wave already breaking and me still yep. paddling. And when I should stop paddling and focus on Oreo technique and pop-up since I'm already in the right spot. Okay, so this is an easy one to answer. Basically, when a swell comes through the water, it has the ability to pick you up from sea level to the top of the wave. So when that swell picks you up, you have got potential energy. So as you feel the, the swell lifting you up, if you give one or two strokes, you will start gliding down the swell. That's when you can arch your back into the Oreo biscuit and pretty much glide in and stand up. If you're paddling in the flats, you're not going to know when the wave's breaking, how the wave's breaking, because you've got your back to the wave, you're creating anxiety. So it's very important to be in the right position to feel the wave lift you up. Mm. That's your cue to um, maybe give one or two strokes, lean back into it and stand. And I think if you've, if you've been listening to a few of these, one thing that, that you would have heard me say time and time again is that whenever I'm out surfing with Clayton and I watch Clayton catch a wave, it's like magic. It's like no paddling actually happens. And it's something that I've really been working on is that... How have you been working on it though? Tell them how, all the body surfing. Yeah, so I've been doing a, a lot of body surfing, a lot, a lot of body surfing, and been having a lot of fun doing a lot of body surfing. But it's it's really opened my eyes up to to whereabouts I really need to be. In doing that, it's meant that I haven't been paddling so much. So that idea of the wave either breaking on the back of, back of your head because you might have paddled too far almost becomes irrelevant because now it's not paddling so much. So body surfing is one thing that I've been doing. And the other thing that I've been doing is just when I'm out in the water is to just give a couple of strokes and just let myself glide just so I get used to the feel of the swell as, it, as it's moving. Even if I'm not going to catch the wave, I'm just getting the feeling of it. And yeah, over the last sort of two to three weeks, that's really helped me now be able to paddle into waves without having to paddle too much and really getting that yep. feeling of being lifted. The funny thing about the glide, if you put your chin on the board and try to glide, your board will just do this. Mm. But if you arch your back and glide, the board actually glides. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that the only time I would want to put my chin on the board is if I was in the back of the wave and I, I, can't, I can't get over it because I'm, I'm in the wrong position. I'd probably get my chin and try to scratch over the swell and then stand up. Mm. So um, if you're in a bad position, I'd maybe put my chin down on the board to try get over that edge and into the wave. Tristan said that, uh, fair enough, Bombi is also a very smooth name. It is a very smooth yeah. name. I think it's. I think it's. Thanks. It's, it's. It's really cool. Yeah, it's grown uh, on us. It's good. So just just with that as well, with with the whole glide. So when I am, so when I mentioned then I just that I just go out there and just paddle to just get a feeling of what it feels like when the ocean starts to take you. I it, it'll be a case of I'll just almost just do two and then just fully arch back and then just feel how much distance I get by just being taken by the wave. You'll probably cover more distance in a two-arm glide than you would chin down and just going, yeah. doing a wheel spin and going yeah. nowhere. It's, it's, it's crazy. And we've we, we got a video clip coming up, actually, which we might be able to show a bit more on that. So 
Is that, is that question answered? Have you answered everything? That yeah, he's going, when do I paddle? And it's when you feel the swell lift you. Mm. Okay, that's your cue to arch your back and paddle. Okay, and so I, I suppose a, a real cool bit to add in here, and I was mentioning it to you just before we came on, and I didn't even realise it would be relevant tonight. The So this morning the waves were, were pretty bad, and I was saying to you that it, it was really bad, so I was just scratching around trying to catch anything. And one of the waves that I caught, I knew that I'd taken off late, but it was coming in. I just turned and went for it. And it was one of those ones where I kind of get caught by the foam on the on my back, and then you end up going down to the bottom of the wave, and then you try and stand up, and by that point of time, all the power is gone. And you said to me, I should have just laid on the board and literally body surfed it. Yeah. So um, on that late takeoff, it's a very short, violent distance just to go boom, down. Mm. But if you could have laid on your rail... Um, because you've got a low center of gravity, you can lean further, and because you're on rail, your board will actually accelerate and turn. So you probably could have made the section and then stood up on the face. Yeah, I'm but actually, as soon as you hit the flats, you, you're out of speed and you're done for. Yeah, keep keep talking. <laughs> I think that there's a, there's a really cool <laughs> relevant relevant being here. It could come in. I'm going to find that guy who's surfing, and then all of a sudden he, he ditches. I know it's a bit, bit further back. Anyway, anyway, okay, so. When we talk about connection... They can't see what I'm seeing at, at the moment. All, all they can see is, is, is you okay. and me. Um, when you're on a wave, you have to be connected to the wave's energy. And that's as close as the foam as you can get to. From there, the wave has the ability to suck you up and to give you lift. Here we go. So watch <laughs> should, this wave. Should, no, no, should, I, should I have done this? Hang on, here we go. Check this out. Okay. I, I thought this was pretty cool. There look, we go. Should, look should, should how I have close done this? to the foam he is. Yes, you should have done that. But okay. check this out. So his chin's up. His back's really nice and arched. How cool is that? And now he's on the foam ball again. And then he gets barreled. So he's really connected with the wave's energy and the wave's power, no matter if he's standing or body surfing or bodyboarding, whatever it is. Anyway. And then how about you bring up the... Um, the wave that the customer sent in, where um, it's at left, and I think it was at three minutes he's got that. Oh, yeah, okay. Hang on, two seconds. While I'm, while I'm doing that, you talk about, so, uh, so ocean is all about the science. You talk about the mind. Just say something about the mind for a second while I, <laughs> <laughs> while I bring up this other one. Okay, so um, I was having a... Uh, oh, no, I'll, t I'll tell you what, Chris Mills... Uh, yeah. So, since when you? Yeah, I was just about so, to say that. Yeah, cover that. So that was awesome. Chris Mills has been on a course lately, and uh, he always sends me these little golden nuggets that um, I'll probably share with you. So, what he said, and I hope I can say this in um, as good a terminology as he did, but it's built into our sort of our, our DNA that whenever we are under stress, we default to our most simplistic behavior so if you look at a chimpanzee whenever a chimp or a monkey for example whenever they're under a threat or stress they try to protect their necks so the, the shoulders hunch up and they try to protect their um their vital organs so they walk around like this so if you ever watch somebody surfing who's a bit scared or they they threatened or under stress they they kind of hunch down and they get really low and they don't only fall over so they put their hands down low so they don't fall mm. but all of that tension locks their body up and it makes it very very difficult to um, to move and to walk yeah but if you look at humans we're up nice and straight so we've got more 
energy, we can compress, we can extend, we are, we are a bit more sort of explosive in our movements. But as soon as there's any stress, we tend to lose that and we also lose that ability to think because we go into fight, flight or freeze. Mm. So it's important that when we are surfing, our minds are calm so that we maintain use of our body. Yeah, absolutely. And look, let me just take this on a bit of a tangent here because th- this doesn't just apply in surfing. This applies in, in everything. Um, for those of you that don't know, and a, a lot of you probably don't know, but uh, the other side of what I do as well as being here is I train people in, in how to be better public speakers. And one of the things that you'll see as soon as someone goes up on stage or up in front of a group of people and they're, and they're, they're nervous is that, that they just go into that instant protection, that they make themselves smaller and they start to hunch over and they lose their breath and, and everything. So in any stressful situation or in any situation where you, where you feel threatened in any part of your life, that's, that you're going to have that, that same physiological response. I mean, Chris, we should get, we've got to get him to cross over the border one evening and come and, come and join in because Chris is, is, his knowledge on the on on the mind and the body uh, it's just it's, it's next level we should we should definitely get him in um, and get him on get him on the, the new table at some point yeah, in time it's big enough it is is i can i can zoom out a bit more i've got an, an extra microphone we're gonna be like be like a little party in here anyway yeah let's let's bring this up so here we go so we had a customer is that the customer's name over there Josh? Member of the so member of the community rather than community rather than right. customer. I think that sounds Sorry. better. <laughs> member of the community. His name is Jock. Is that Jock. All right. So Jock submitted a wave. I want to play it and then I'll break it down for you. So remember, when you look at the wave, there's four elements. Where is he surfing on that wave? Like, is he connected to the energy of the wave? How is his body moving? What do you think's going through his head? And then um, how is the surfboard moving? Is he just standing on it or is he turning it going rail to rail? So here comes the wave. So he sees it coming, he turns and he stress paddles. Stands up. Does he go top to bottom? No. Mid face. And the hands, the coordination's a bit messy, it's a bit off. All right, so let's take that back. I'll pause it for you. There we go. Pause. Cool. And we'll because I get that in the right place. Yeah, about, about there. That's a good place to go. Okay. Now I want to show you a vital mistake that he makes. So the first thing Josh does instead of jock, 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 when the wave comes, it's a left hander. Instead of turning to face the wave to know where the wave's going to break, he turns his back on it. So now it's like oh. Where's the foam? When's it going to break? Just so no, just no one can hear you because you're not talking into, into the microphone. Ah, <laughs> okay. So he's got his back on the wave. He's stressing, and he doesn't. He's missed vital information. He doesn't know if there's anybody on his inside. Where's the wave going to break? So had he have turned to face the peak, and known where the power zone is, he could have paddled to the most mm. powerful part of the wave and got connected and done the Oreo biscuit and just glided into it. So so. That was a massive golden nugget. This was a big game changer uh, when you told me about this. Don't turn your back on the yeah, wave. Yeah, don't turn your back on the wave. So you, so you turn uh, towards it instead. And the amount of people that, that I see doing it this way, and when the, and the people that I've seen that you've told to do it the other way, it's, it's just completely, like, they take off completely differently. Well, look, 
if you're going to catch a bus, you watch the bus come and you want to get to the door so you get on first. So you're watching it the whole time. You wouldn't just like turn your back on it and it's like, I'm going to catch the bus. <laughs> Don't know where the hell the bus is. So yeah, you've got to make sure you're watching the wave and swing towards where the power is. Yeah. So that's step one. Okay. As he takes off, he's stressing. And now water is flowing from the top of the wave, it flows down. So he's paddling across it, which makes it a lot harder to catch that wave because he's not following the flow of water. That's Can I ask one quick question yeah. here? Because there was a lot of, um, there's a lot of leg kicking. And, and I know that, that you try to get people to stop kicking their legs. Well, the reason why he's kicking the legs, look where the foam is. So he's got, he could be shifted across by about two meters where the power zone is. So he's kicking, heading towards the shoulder so he's not feeling that lift and the energy inside of the mm. wave. So he's trying to create speed by just paddling faster. And then as we move on, so he's taken off. Now a skateboarder would drop in and ride down a ramp. He takes off, he never drops in. So if you look, if that was a, let's call it a shoulder high wave, mm. he's only ever surfing a waist high portion of that wave. So if that, wave, if that was a four-foot face, he's only surfing two foot. So he's only getting half the wave's energy and half the wave's power. And look how far back the foam is. It's mm. about three, four meters behind him. So you could not body surf that wave where he's trying to surf it. No. There's no energy, no power there. So it's almost like he's skateboarding in the flats trying to wiggle, wiggle and get speed. And because he's moving his body so much, trying to generate the speed, his coordination's off, the timing's off, the feeling's off. So what I'm going to say, the first thing he did wrong, he did not connect with the wave's energy and the wave's power. He's, he's not connected with the body. It's, unorgan it's um, uncoordinated. His surfboard's not going top to bottom and rail to rail. It's just going flat and mid-face. Yep. So the board's not connected. And if that wave is really small and soft... Why is his head going flight mode, panic, run away? He's not being chased by like 50-foot mavericks or jaws or anything. It's just like a soft little beach break. So why has his mind gone? I'm not sure. Um, well, look, coming from, from somebody who is an intermediate, I, th I think there is a habit of as soon as you catch a wave, you you do want to generate like you think that, that that by going down the line you're going to generate a lot of speed and it's going to be really cool because you ride the wave for as far as possible, and because sometimes you don't get that many waves in a session, so you want to ride the wave for as far as possible. And so from from a I suppose from a mental side, thinking about it that way, you want to <coughs> go fast so okay. that so. Do you remember that heat? Um, I think John John was surfing against Kelly Slater and a few other guys. And John John went 54 kilometers an hour and won that heat. Remember that one? No, but that sounds very fast. <laughs> no one wins heats by going fast. Right. Okay. You don't get scored. Yeah, he clocked this time. He clocked that time. Oh, sorry, Slater, you lost. You went 46 kilometers an hour. Whatever it is. I'm just thumb sucking some numbers up. Yeah, yeah. The point being... If you're going fast from point A to point B, all you're doing is getting your waves going to finish quicker. Mm -hmm. You're not going to enjoy it as much. Have you ever cooked a really nice steak and your dog's looking at you and you cut him up a piece and you give it to him? 
he doesn't even taste, just goes, <coughs> and just swallows it. So doesn't that drive you mad? Yeah. Okay, so this guy is like that dog. He's just <gasps> swatting it and trying to get that wave over and done as quick as he's possible. Okay. When he should be going off the bottom, off the top, feeling how good that feels, tapping into the energy, using centrifugal force, using rail turns, throwing buckets of spray. Yeah. Not just getting his hair blown back and, oh, I'm going super fast. So he needs to slow down and go top to bottom to start enjoying the board, to utilizing um, what the board is made to do. I was just I was gonna say Jock I, I we really appreciate you sending in your footage you've 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 just torn Jock apart there to be honest uh but in saying that you've you've also given some golden nuggets and the and the the, the fact Jock that, that you've sent the video in to have it analyzed is is a sign that you that you you obviously really want to uh, work on your surfing and, and improve your surfing. So I, I applaud you for that. I also applaud everybody for the amount of comments that we had on your video, Jock. People just putting in their, their, their little two cents worth. So if we go back to that wave where, um, I think it was one of the Kadaskas brothers, where he was body surfing, he was right on that foam ball and he was relaxed enough to get off his board and body surf it mm. and relaxed enough to get back on it again. So the wave was giving him speed. The wave was giving him power. Moreover, this is just body-generated speed. Mm -hmm. He's not tapping into the wave. So I think you've got to learn to slow down and trust the wave to sort of do most of the heavy lifting for you. Yeah, and look, I, I, I know that, that, with, that with your coaching, you are, you're pretty harsh. Brutally honest, sorry. On, on people, and, yeah, and, and you are really honest. And it can feel... I remember the the first coaching session that I ever, ever that I ever had with Clayton. I came away feeling broken afterwards because I've been I've, I've been surfing since I was since I was eighteen. Uh, really started surfing back in the UK, so I didn't surf a lot. But um, so I've been surfing for so if I started when I was eighteen, been surfing for three years. <laughs> that was meant to be. Hang on, we got some laughter somewhere. Uh, just a really bad joke. There we go. But um, so I, I've been surfing for over 20 years and then, I, and then you started coaching me and you went, yep, you've been pretty much surfing wrong for the last 20 years. But then all of a sudden, I've improved really quickly. Okay. So when you say wrong, let's bring up that skateboarding of that girl who got a brand new skateboard, surf skate. Okay, oh, well, are, we, are we jumping around to that? there? No, so before we do that, before we do that, so for Jock, who, who has sent this in, what would you say Jock should focus on? So that so if Jock was to go out surfing again next time, because it, it says here that he's bought um, he's bought a drone to try and help him with the technique and, and, and progression. Yep. What would be the first thing that Jock should focus on now after sending this video in? And you, if you were to coach him, if, if if you were to have been stood on the beach there with Jock yep. and he came in, what would you be telling him to go back out there and do next time he goes out surfing? Make sure that when he takes off, the nose faces the beach, so he uses the wave to generate speed. And try to use his body less. Okay? Then um, he needs to try to go down the wave and up the wave to generate most of the speed because water's sucking off the bottom, throwing off the top. So the water's moving on the up down, yeah. not going out, coming back. So he needs to learn how to flow with that. Yeah. So as soon as he learns how to flow, he'll then the timing will start being better for all the turns. But right now he's trying to force turns mid-face, on the shoulder, um, the hand-eye coordination's out, the flow's out, and it's it's looking a little bit um, forced, and it's not very smooth. 
So aim the nose towards the beach and focus on going top to bottom. Yeah, and be comfortable staying right on the foam ball yeah. where, where the waves, that's the part of the wave we get the most feeling from. Mm. It's, it's, I mean, you, you know from body yeah. surfing, like if you're on the shoulder, you can't catch those waves. No, and one of the things I've heard you saying a lot on the beach is that you'd prefer people to, to fall off yeah. rather than go racing out into the flats. Yeah. And go racing out. So, so stand up, go down, do, do a bottom turn, and try to set up for that top turn. And even if you fall off, you're better off doing that than you are just racing out into the flat. Every time you fall off, you learn something. Yeah. So hopefully by the time you've fallen off maybe three or four times, you, you start to fix your technique. I should be learning a lot then, the amount of times I fall off. I'm learning how to hold my breath. Anyway, another really funny, unfunny joke there from Anthony. Let's, uh, <laughs> what are we going what, what to look at next? Uh, you want to look at the... Skateboarding. The girl skating. So that should okay. be in coach's eye. Here we go. Now, before we go into this, I think it's really important that we that we say that this clip came from YouTube. I just found it because I thought that we might be talking about surf skate today. This, so we don't know who this girl is, and she's you're probably going to rip into her a bit here. So we don't know who it is. We're not we're not doing it to be horrible in any way, shape, or form. We're 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 doing it because she's doing some classic mistakes that people make when they pick up their surf skates. Now, how is this going to, but, but before we go into this, how is this going to tie into Do the ocean mine? Do we have that Rob Machado clip, Go Fish? Uh, I think it's still on there somewhere. Oh, could we show that first? Okay. Because if you see what good surfing is and then maybe see how she's learning how to skate. Is it, is it? Rob Machado Go Fish. Well, any Rob Machado is fine. Okay, cool. That's Rob, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. All right, so what I want you to do, if you look at Rob Machado, he's doing a lunge. And then if I zoom in, you can see that both of his shoulders are facing forwards. So both of Rob's shoulders are facing where the nose of the board's going. So he's not side on like a crab, he's front on. Okay, and he's doing a lunge. And if I go a little bit further on, you can see he's in a lunge position, you can see the knees. And again, both of the shoulders are in a very, very sort of front on position. Mm. Yeah, so let's leave that there and let's go to the skateboarding deal. Um, Angus, there's a little comment there. Angus Gibbs has put, I must be a slow learner then. I'm not quite sure, Angus, exactly what Clayton said that you are, that you are referring to there. If you want to elaborate slightly there on what you mean by must be a slow learner. I've got, I don't know there, but let's bring up the go with the skateboard. There she is. Okay, okay, here you go. So she's really excited. She's got this brand new skateboard and she's learning how to skate for the first time. You can see she's got one helm in front, one arm at the back, the knees pointing out to the side. So she's not quite looking like a Rob Machado using a lunge. She looks more like a person that's doing a lunge. And um, if one arm's in front, one's at the side, she's not quite sure she's starting. Now she's getting a bit more confidence and she's swinging the arms left, right, left, right, left, right. And if I stop it over there, it looks like she's at work, at the desk, sitting on a chair and the mouse of the computer is in that hand. So she's like... There we go. That's at work, exactly what Chris Mills was talking about. Yeah. So she looks like a desk surfer. Okay. Whereas Rob Machado looks like a sprinter about to do 100 meter sprints. He's front on. Okay? Yeah. So... My concern is that this person is learning 
what we would call the dreaded poo man, where you stand side mm. on and your bum sticks out. So right over there, your bum sticks out. And her hands are pointing in two different directions. Oopsie. Um, one hand's there, one hand's there. And the knees are pointing in different directions. But yet she wants to go that way. So if you look at all the confusing messages that her body is giving the skateboard, um, it makes sense why the board kind of wants to wobble and it's a little bit unstable. Okay, so if I clear that and we fast forward, see where she starts getting a lot more comfortable. My concern with this technique, okay, Rob Machado is facing forward, so he locks his hips so that he can't wobble, but as soon as you side on, the hip unhinges and you tend to wobble when you surf. Now, if you had your hands forward, you'd also have more control over your leaning and your twisting, whereas if your hands are going left and right, if you see the lady, she's almost splitting her momentum in two different directions. Again, her knees are pointing that way, but her butt's pointing that way. So again, she's splitting her momentum in different directions. So she's kind of wobbling throughout the whole run. Whereas if she was more front on like Rob Machado, she'd just be bending the knees forward, the back would be in balance, and the knees would just be compressing and bending. So I guess my reason for bringing the clip up is that this lady was really excited to get her surf skate, thinking that maybe it could teach her some good surf technique. However, the bad technique that she's taken into riding her surf skate is going to haunt her through her surfing career. And I bet you if she ever jumped into a surfboard, she'd look just like that. Mm. So be very mindful of what you're training when you ride a surf skate. Yeah, try, to, try to emulate guys like Rob Machado and um, all those good surfers. Knees kissing, um, back straight and coffee cup in front. Yeah, excellent. And so, and this is whereabouts the ocean mind, body and equipment. It's like a loop, isn't it? Yeah, so in her body, um, I would say that she's disconnected because the top half and the bottom half aren't going in the same direction. Yeah. So you need to be able to have your body connected, the mind connected, to the board, to the wave, so that everything just feels effortless. And so, and, uh, and I, so, so what I'm trying to get at here is with the ocean, mind, body, and equipment, if there is any break in that connection, any break in, so, so that is, so we were using the word connection. Ocean, yeah. mind, body, and equipment is a form of connection. So what is surfing? Surfing is, is, is a connection of ocean, mind, body, and equipment. And if there is any break in that, in, in that chain, then there is no connection. And so then you yep. end up not surfing as well or you end up taking longer to learn surfing. Yeah, so, so why do you think her body's like that? Well, she could be scared. She's going on a pump track. She's going a little mm. bit faster than normal. So there's, there's tension in the arms, tension in the legs. So her mind's, um, she's scared. And so she's acting out emotionally. Um, and you can see the tension in the body, so she hasn't got control over the run. Yeah, so uh, let me put this question to you. For people who are 
going to get a surf skate. When you fall off a surf skate onto tarmac, it hurts. So, so, you, so you're naturally going to have this fear on the skateboard of, and, and especially when you start to do some of the some of the, the ramp stuff or into the bowls and that kind of thing. Yeah. So how? Because when you're when you're surfing, you fall off into water, and you, you think, oh, that, that's not going to hurt so much. Yeah. So, so how can we when we're surf skating? So that's what makes surf skates such an amazing tool. Do you know why? Because of the pain point element. So if you're boxing and you had your hands low and you got punched in the nose and the coach said, get your hands up, I told you, you'd have your hands up next time so that you don't get punched in the nose again. Yeah. But like you said with surfing, you just fall into the water. But on the surf skate, you've got to have good technique, otherwise you may fall off um, and hurt yourself, in which case you will learn the hard way, but you will learn. So then... We're kind of going off on tangents here, but I think it's a good conversation. That then reminds me, then, I suppose, of Surfing Reef. There is instantly this fear that suddenly comes in. If you're going to go and surf over a reef, there's this fear that suddenly kicks in that I might hit the reef, which would be a bit like hitting hitting um, the concrete if you're skating. So then that there's this element of fear that then comes in when you're surfing over reef. Yeah, so you're focusing on the wrong thing. You should be focusing on your wave, not at what's under the wave. You, you never on a beach break go, I might hit the sand. You're kind of looking at how good the wave is. So, but it's, uh, I'm gonna I, I'm gonna change you on that one there though because it's that, that that's that's a really hard thing to do because your brain will naturally default towards the negative because you know that there is a reef there and you know that it's it's rock or 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 or, or this live reef that if you land on it you're then gonna get sliced open. Okay, so let's let's go back to that session where you went and surfed the reef with me. Yeah, I was the whole time I was crapping myself because of the rocks. Where'd you look the first wave? Yeah, I, lo I looked down. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and then at the end of the surf when you're doing turns, were you worried about the reef then? I, it was still there. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie; it was still there in the back of my mind. I yep. was take so yes, I took your advice and started to look down the wave, but there was still this element of I can see rocks. If I fall off. I am going to be hitting rocks. See, I didn't think about that once. Uh, so I was never worried, never in my thought. But then that's process. because, but that's because you more comfortable in those elements. You're, you're more comfortable. Your 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 level of surfing is also is also like through the roof. So for the intermediate surfer who is surfing over reef, what is it that they can do? Focus. So 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 reef. Surf skate. So if you go onto Mind Surfer on the Amanzi course or the Ombi course, yep. um, we, we tackled these with Kim Bancroft, the psychologist, and she brings up this word called dippy. Naturally, you focus on first what's dangerous. Mm -hmm. But if you take the dangerous element away, you'll then be able to focus on what's important. And then if you focus on what's important, you'll then be able to find what's pleasurable. And if you find what's pleasurable, you'll be able to focus on, on what's interesting. Right. Okay. So um, what I mean by, by interesting is that you're going to try surfing on different parts of the wave where you can start to feel, feel more things that feel good about surfing. But if you're worried about the danger, you're going to default into your um, fight, flight, or freeze mode, mm. in which case you've lost control of your body, 
lost control of your thoughts, you can't control the surfboard, you're probably going to end up on that rim. Yeah, yeah. And but so okay, so we've we've had a comment come in, come in here from Freddie, which is, which relates to what we're talking. Backhand takeoff in steep waves on a reef break. Often feel like I'm I'm doing a late drop or about to go over the falls. Forehand on steeper waves, no problem. So is this a common problem, taking off uh, on reef on backhand? Are yeah. people so more fearful of that? A lot of people on their backhand, when they stand up, this hand swings back and they're almost kind of like they fall over. So when I take off my backhand, I love to get my rear hand in front of me. And see how, see how my chair swings? So it's almost like a grab rail. You can grab your board and shove it in the direction that you want to go. Mm. It squares the shoulders up. And when your shoulders are square, you've got more control over your heel edge. But if your hand's behind you... Okay, I've got a really good good way of explaining it. Okay, go! Um, can I have your pen and paper on the iPad? Oh, yeah, hang on. All right, we're going to use technology to explain this. Oh, hang on. Let me, let me rub that out as a secret at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> you almost... That was almost something that... that Right, hang on. Uh, go pen there. Let me let me pull, let me pull the iPad so out first. Of this all. is something that our yeah, Chris Mills and Twiggy, one uh, two other surf coaches, was talking about. So Tw Twiggy's over in Bali, isn't he? Yes, Twiggy's yeah. over in Bali. So if this is a, a human standing over there, and uh, he has his arms, okay, and if <laughs> what, I'm gonna what, give what him, is that? I'm going to give him the size of his feet. Yes, for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> if you had to draw a triangle around this human. Okay, there's a, a, a long back, there's the feet, and then there's that over there. Okay, so that's the triangle. In order for the human to go forward, okay, this triangle has to tilt quite a long way to get the momentum. Mm -hmm. But in order for it to go back, it will lean over and fall back quite easily. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Okay, so when you're surfing backhand, you're on your heel edge. It's very easy to over backwards so you kind of got to swing that hand forward to get more forward momentum on your backhand so you got to roll that triangle forward more so so okay, let me bring that so are, are you are you so you got to tilt that triangle you, you are you tilting the triangle or are you, are you actually just trying to completely flip mirror, mirror flip the triangle well because that that to me then gives a downwards motion well, well it's giving you momentum to move if you okay. got to walk you have to lean forward. Yep. Okay. The problem is on your back end when the wave pushes you and you're on your heel edge, it's very easy to flop over backwards. Okay. So a lot of people, um, they've got bad hand coordination, plus they're on the heel edge, which makes them flop, flop get, over backwards. Get in front of the microphone. Flop over backwards. People can't, can't, can't hear you very well. Cool. Your radio voice. <laughs> Excellent. So, well, hope that helps. So we've got uh, so Angus. Angus Gibbs, focus on the negative, and that focus, uh, and that focus grows. Is okay. I'm not, not sure if I understand. Yes. Focus. Okay. So um, we had our two surfers doing the 30 day challenge go for their first surf on Tuesday. They took about an oh, must have been like almost an hour to kind of get a few waves yeah. and come in. And um, while they were out there stewing on the negative, their surfing got worse and worse and worse. We came in, gave them a quick chat and said, okay, you've got five minutes to go out there and catch one wave. And because they felt like they were working harder to get that five, I mean, that one wave within five minutes to get back to the beach, 
um, I think Raz caught two or three waves. Yep. And Jay caught two waves. Yeah. Within five minutes. So just by um, getting your work done and focusing on what's important, instead of being out there and getting inside of your head and focusing on the negatives, they were able to turn that session around and save it. So very important to um, focus on what's important and try to get your higher work rate done. All right. Now, we, we've got, we, we still have more questions. We, we are, we're, getting, we're, oh, yeah, we're, we, we're getting thrown off on tangents here. Let's, 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 bring, this, let's, bring, let's bring this back. So, right, we have, we have some questions come in. Yep. So we've already answered that one there, haven't we? The, yes. Yep, so we've answered that one there. Let's go down to... Let me bring it up so that you can see the iPad. Okay, we'll get, so we're down on this question here. On average, I only catch three waves per two-hour session. Should I get a bigger board to make the wave count higher, or is it better to focus on reading the waves better and improving my wave catching technique? The board I use is a 36-litre 6.4 short board. I'm 187 centimetres and 84 kilograms. And then there's a second part to that, with yeah. progression in mind, when to ride twin fins and who should use them. Okay. Um, so to answer question one, you should spend more time reading and learning how to catch the waves at the right part where the waves are more powerful. Go body surfing. Yeah, go body surf. It would be incredible. So if I don't catch a wave within maybe the first five minutes, I'm starting getting, like, getting upset with myself. So I try to get a wave almost every five minutes when I surf. And yeah, you can attest to that. I'm like, yeah. just wave, 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 wave. Um, it's slightly irritating, to be honest. <laughs> it's just kind of what I'm used to doing. Like a, it's like a lot of ticket. Why buy one or three in two hours when you can just buy as many as you can? So um, then to answer question two, when you get a twin fin, it teaches you to lean on the rails and turn because there's no um, back fin causing drag. The, tw the twin fins generally surf a lot faster. Mm. Now, if you twist your turn, they're going to slide out because there's no stabilizing fin. So you have to lean to turn it. So as a beginner board, if, if you're not catching a lot of waves and you don't know how to um, sort of control the speed and you don't know how to lean, it might be too advanced for you. Right. But if you're getting a lot of waves and you're getting a lot of speed going down and you want to learn how to control that speed, the twin fin is fantastic at learning how to lean over the rail and manage your speed. Where's your 20 gone? You've been running a 20 just recently, haven't yeah, you? Yeah, it's, it's in my van. Oh, yeah, I'm taking it to the beach tomorrow morning. Loving my 20. You're having lots of fun on it. So hopefully that answers that question. And then... <laughs> the Ryan's... Okay, there was a question that was yeah, about... I think there was one in... Was it in Surf? Yep. yep. Uh, let's get to the end. Where else are we here? This is... The packs. We're here. Nope. Let's go back to there. So I think. Starters, yeah. Oh, look at this! Hang on, someone's posted something in the last in the last since since, since we've been on. Who's this? Look, Bosu two point <laughs> What? what? That? That's not like a, like a medicine ball or like a basketball or something, and a piece of it's like a wakeboard almost. Yeah, I actually thought it was like a single wheel. That's like uh, it's like the the Indo board, but not on a tube on a ball instead. That's okay. Pretty. So love that his shoulders are facing forward, that he's lunging. Um, and he's stacked his ankle, knee, shoulder in a nice straight line, and his head. So well-balanced, love it. Great tube riding style, good grab rail style, perfect. That's awesome. You can actually put a cup of coffee in his hand there, can yep. you? Yeah, coffee cup out, perfect. Loving it, good style. 
Uh, or the, I, the one thing I, I am going to point out here, and I don't know if I can... No, I, ca I can't zoom in. I think... Who was it? Carl. I think Carl might have fallen off a few times. Look at the amount of plasters that he's got on his shin there. Look at the plaster or band-aids, however, <laughs> however you call them. So obviously it took it a little while to, to, to get that balance up. But if we go down here, we're about... Whoa. Okay, here we go. Yeah, taken. Uh, I want to ask... What to do when losing your grip on the back foot while trying to rip forward on a fast wave? I have encountered myself feeling that my back foot is weightless as I try to push forward. Therefore, I then uh, readjust as I result in not finding the speed. I need to come up to the clean section of the wave. Thanks. Please, if you read that rather than listen to me. Okay, so Haken's saying that when he's trying to drive down the line um, and when he's pushing on the front foot, his back foot's kind of coming off the board, almost like a teapot, the back's lifting up. Mm -hmm. I think that's what he's saying. So if you looked at Rob Machado when he was taken off in his wave, he was bending the knees and the back was straight. So I am thinking that when you're trying to get speed, you're leaning forward with your head and um, you're locking your legs, that's supporting the back bend and then your back foot's coming off. So, Haken, I'd rather say bend your knees instead of bending from the hips and bending your back. That should solve the problem. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and we had Fiona putting in a couple of comments here. So, the first one was find the bus the, the, the bus stop door. And yep. So, this was relating to the wave, uh, wave count before. And then wave count, is, wave count is about reading, uh, reading position. Yeah, I've coached Fiona a few times. Um, sort of just down at Crumbin, and um, when she first started, she would sit back and watch guys paddle past her, and then when I told her about the bus and the bus door, she started paddling around the guys to get into position to catch a bus, and she almost doubled the wave count straight away. So, well done, Fiona. That was fantastic. Yeah, awesome. I uh, don't, th there wasn't a huge amount of questions that come in this week, but like we've been, we've been talking now for, for over... Over an hour, we've gone off on weird tangents. We've gone on weird journeys this evening, but it's been fun. It's been fun. Have you got um, anything else? So we're we'll find out who it was who suggested the 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 ombi, and we will be in touch because you are now the proud owner of a pair of sin sunglasses, which uh, I don't know about they are because we've moved everything around. Where's the yay? There we go. Yeah, we, we, got go. Some, we, we have some applause. There you go. Whoever it was, we will, we will we'll find out who it is and then, and then we'll, we'll post it inside the group as to who, who was the, the, the winner. The, the the winner. Um, there is, if you have got a surf skate inside the group, there is a really good video which, which was posted up on the 17th of November, I think it was. And that was, that was Clayton coaching Raz. So if you want to hear some really cool surf skate coaching, then check out check out that, that video. It is amazing. And you'll see, he's taller than me. Like Raz is tall. He's, he's he is, huge. He is he's huge. He makes you look like a midget. Thank you. <laughs> I'm 5'10", so he, he's massive. You have to find a beach with sand dunes, just so that you can stand on the sand dune, he can stand down below and then... Yeah. But yeah, as, 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 they, they can't see that. But there is a, a video. Oh, hey, hey, Ken is actually... Okay, I have to record myself, but yes, it does feel like I'm leading with my head. So you were saying before, 
about with, yeah. the, with the weight stuck in front foot, leading with the head. So I think you bend in your back, Haken. Rather keep your back straight, bend the knees, and then you'll maintain your balance. You're not going to be falling over. But how you doing, Haken, my brother? <laughs> But in terms of in terms of the the groups, there's been so much interaction inside the group. The the surf hacks group has has grown. I think we're up at uh, two thousand two thousand people now inside the surf group. So that is that is absolutely amazing, and loving the 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 community feel that's happening inside that group. So you're posting up videos, you're posting up pictures, and everybody's getting involved and in, and putting in in your comments. So it's 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 amazing to to see you all just helping each other out and, and building what you wanted, which was a really cool community, people that just want to get better at surfing, talk about surfing, talk about having fun, and just go out there and get excited. I think for, like, when I was a grom, I, I was searching for information to make me a better surfer. And um, a lot of the information that I was given wasn't quite the right information. So this is a platform where it's kind of like we're sharing light bulb moments. So yeah. If everyone's had a good moment, share it, please. Because if, if they can go online and like, oh, I've tried this and it works, and I've tried that and it works, um, I think that just re reaffirms everything, that yeah. we're on the right path and it's it's good, yeah. And you'll see that most of the stuff we're talking about, if it looks good, then you know that you've done it right. If it's looking a bit offish, then you know something's wrong. And it'll either be ocean, mind, body equipment where the connection's off. Yeah, now there was one more thing that came in from Chris, which I put up. Is the 30-day challenge part of the course? If not, how do we take part? So with answer to that, Chris, uh, it's, it's not part of the, of the online program. So, if you're, so the program is, if you don't know what the program is, the program is the Accelerated Surf Program, which takes everything from the science, the simulation to the surf. It teaches you everything that you need to know to accelerate your surfing. So, so it's all those things that we've spoken about tonight. Cardboard surfer, mind surfer, BOSU surfer. Then there's the, there's all the stuff on, on body surfing. And then there's all the stuff on skating on the street. And skating. It's massive. There's so much content in there that, um, that is just going to take your surfing to the next level. In terms of the 30-day challenge, it's not something that's part of the program yet. But because we're going to document it, we're going to, We'll, we'll then have that available so that you can so that you can you can follow along with what we did with Raz and Jade or what we're doing with with Raz and Jade. We have been speaking about how we can do it online yep. uh, so that even if you're on the other side of the world, how can you take part in the 30 day challenge? We're still trying to figure out logistically how we can make that happen because obviously there's a certain amount of land stuff and water-based stuff that you'd have to do. Um, but if we figure out a way to make that to make that work then, then that, that will definitely become part of the program and when, what we'll probably do is we'll, we will run a 30-day challenge at some point once we figure out how that can be done yeah i think look um jade and raz has the added benefit that you and i are on there so yeah. it's it's kind of like they've got a live living course that they're going through yeah um with us not being there you you would have to take a bit more time going through all the content to sort of understand it and and, and so forth. However, um, I think you should analyze some ways of yourself, Chris. Um, try to figure out where you're going wrong in terms of ocean, mind, body, and equipment. And then work through it at your own leisure. Um, some people can only surf maybe once or twice mm. a week. Some people it's only once or twice a month. So it's, it's there to be done at your own leisure. Yeah. And the, the more you put in, the more you get out. Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what we'll do. Freddie has put in one last question, so I will quickly add it in. 
because you are talking about tall people and I'm with you on that. So talking about height, should your technique slash board shape change massively if you're tall, lanky and quite light? Owen Wright is a massive inspiration. Yeah, so um, being tall just means you've got bigger springs. You need to load them up mm. and release them. Um, I just feel that some tall people are just don't want to move. Like Owen Wright is amazing. He's got such a low compression and then a really big um, extension. I think it makes him one of the most dangerous surfers on tour because he uses that full heart to his advantage. We should we should find not tonight, but we should we should do a breakdown of of, of Owen Wright's surfing. Uh, it's on maybe do a, a tall person so versus a sh- versus a short person. And then go side by side and see if there is see if there is any difference. Have, have, you, have you ever done that before? Yeah, I, I think tall people have slightly slower muscle twitch, and short people have fast muscle twitch. Did I say that right? Short people fast muscle twitch, tall people so. slower. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, and that slower just looks smoother and more effortless. So I, I do enjoy it. It's quite nice. Cool. Cool. Well, guys, we we've gone over the hour mark here, so we're we're gonna we're gonna wrap up this evening. Want to say massive thank you for everyone who's put uh, questions in. If you have watched this live, then you are amazing. Thank you very much for joining in live. If you're watching the replay, then you are just as amazing because I I know that some of you around the world, it's like four o'clock in the morning for you, so you can't really watch this. So if you're watching on the replay, then good morning. I hope you're enjoying your 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 coffee. But yeah, thanks so much for all of the interaction. Thanks for, for making this this community really, really come alive. We'll be back on again next Wednesday. We still haven't figured a sign-off yet, have we? Well, oh. We should do, if we can, do a little edit. Um, show the first week, next week of um, the ocean from the 30-day the, the challenge and just show how... Are you putting the pressure on? on for me to do some editing here? No, 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 no. <laughs> we'll get Nick, uh, the local editor, to, to just put some snaps together so the guys can see it yeah yeah okay so 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 we we will do that if there's anything in actual fact if there's anything that you would like us to talk about on any of these upcoming episodes then 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 let us know because at the present moment in time we're answering a few questions but if there's a very specific topic that you'd like us to maybe really dive into and and find some videos ahead of time so that we've got all of the resources that, that we need, then, then then let us know. Drop a comment below, or, or send us or send us a direct message, just telling us yeah. what we what would be really helpful for you. Like if you could if you could sit down with with Clayton for an hour over coffee and have a conversation. What are the questions that, that you would ask Clayton? What what is it that you want to know that would really help you improve your surfing? Keep on up- uploading videos into the into the Facebook group. They're they're really good to see those coming through. Uh, I know some of you have been uploading videos without really asking any questions, but you're uploading videos just to show. That's also really amazing. It's, it's turning into like a little surf TV channel almost. Yeah, it's cool. Just Every day I get to see some new posts. It's awesome. So yeah, thanks for that. But that is it from us. We're going we're gonna to check out with our nice big microphones and we'll see you next Wednesday. And you never know, we might even have a sign off by that point. That'll in be time. epic, big sign. Thanks, see you later, guys. Good night. <laughs>